Rad. Let's spark one up and fucking talk a little bit. Let's get fucking crazy. Let's talk about some weird ass shit. I'm I'm devoted to weird ass shit now. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we had a consciousness cracking experience last night by watching a movie that Mary recommended called Third Eye Spies, which um, highly fucking recommend. You know. Yeah, it's really fabulous because they cater to the norm core. Um, right. And even for somebody like me who's so far from norm core, it'll dispel any lingering doubts you have about psi and psychic abilities and telepathy and uh-huh. astral projection and all these things. Because, of course, when you are attuned to the rest of society that has all of these dogmas and these doubts, they're always still kind of existing in there. And so I love films like that that are really catering to a baseline mm. of like, okay, I know that you worship science, so let's go at that angle. Mm. Yeah. You know? They really earn it by the end. They really earn it by the end. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good one. It's a it's a movie about uh, ESP and remote viewing and um, how the CIA was really desperately trying to weaponize it. Oh, well, they did successfully. The, yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh man, this slick motherfucker! Just he went through the one spot. I was like, <laughs> I hope he doesn't go over there. He just slipped right through there. That's like, what he can do it though. Yeah, threading He's the agile. needle threading the needle no i so it's, you know when you go see a show and you're like wow this was like this band they rocked my socks like I, all i I'm need a believer. to do i'm a believer yeah. this is how i want to get melted i basically what should i why do anything else but go follow this band around because it's such church that's kind of how i felt after i saw that movie i'm like all right well i guess i know what i need to devote my life towards mm-hmm. but then life gets the best of you and you don't follow the band around and whatever it is but I'm glad that we can talk about it because I think there are people who probably are supposed to be doing more of this work, uh, this remote viewing, this psychic abilities, this tapping in yeah. work. Our friend Joey, amazing guitar player, mm-hmm. Joey talking Rodriguez. about having some. I already said this on the last one, but um, not telepathy. What's the like teleportation almost, but different? What was he talking about? Where you can't really stay in your body. Yeah. Huh. Um, but anyways, I think that. he probably has a skill set for astral projection. And it is one of those things like music, like everybody can do it. Everybody has a capacity to, um, especially if you can learn to trust yourself and dispel some of the doubts, you know. But it, obviously some people have a major inclination to it. Some people have that as a superpower. You know? Like music. Like music, you exactly. Know, it takes me till I'm 40 to fucking figure out how to do this. Well, you haven't like, been doing it. That's not yeah. fair, Sean. Well, that's true. You like, just got on the guitar like a month ago. Yeah. I don't play that <laughs> much, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that there's that there's people that have these skill sets that um you know, I don't know what their life must be like or how this is useful and like that's kind of why I want to explore it is cuz like this could be really useful beyond figuring out what the Russians are up to or yeah. you know. And and that that's what's so like I don't know, concerning about our society and the way things are is like the only way this gets any play and attention is because we need to strike fear in the hearts of people and we need to weaponize these things and mm. we need to figure out how to spy on other people. And it's all just seems like rooted in, in capitalism and paranoia. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm like, where's the light bright version of this, you know? Yeah. But mm. it does seem like everything has to go through that filter in a society. Cause I have really mixed feelings about just all the LSD trials going on because I think, you're missing the point most of the time when you're giving sacred medicine in a laboratory and yeah. a right. lot of the sync and the magic and the inexplicable things that happen when you're on psychedelics because of the telep- uh, telepathic nature of it probably aren't going to happen in those sterile environments. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, 
yeah, I think when, when, when you have to filter it through science and the industrial complex, like it always flattens it. Yeah. You know, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, who was it? Was it Ingo Swan? He seems look this motherfucker. Yeah, up. Look him up. Cause he was an artist in New York. So he's definitely on the other side and, of the coin. And like, his, his art is fucking oh, he's ridiculous. Crazy, dude. Yeah. He's really talented. Yeah. And um, he was killed by the CIA cause he was too strong. Right. Uh, Pat Price. Oh, that uh, we're thinking of Pat Price. Okay. I, Ingo, I think. I mean, I think he died. I, I don't know. He died young, mm. but I don't know if we think it's the CIA. But he was the guy who they were like they were doing this mission to uh, which planet was it? It was like Saturn or yeah. something, and he Jupiter, Jupiter, Pluto, or whatever. And they, he like predicted that there are rings. I mean, I know he Saturn predicted had weather up there that we couldn't have predicted. Yeah, that that was against the actual predictions of the weather people that mm-hmm. were doing it. They were like, "That's not going to be happening," and then mm-hmm. it did. Yeah. So, well, not only questions, um, like how we can transport to any place in the universe, yeah. and like inhabit the consciousness of maybe a leaf yeah. on a, a mountain in Bulgaria or yeah. whatever, but also that you can uh, traverse time yeah. and you could go back to like. So I, I don't, it's like, why do anything else? Why aren't we not just training everyone to tell us what was going on, you know, in this exact spot, you yeah. know, 20 I, million years ago? I think at the deepest echelons of like our highest ranks of society, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, that like funny quote about millionaires don't use astrologers to invest with billionaires do. I think it's the same thing with Psy. You know, I think like deep, 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 this is what people are doing. Wow. I think it's probably how they found Osama bin Laden. You know, I think it's how like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because even like Jimmy Carter says at the beginning, like, you know, the one inexplicable thing that happened during my presidency is that um, we, the CIA reached out to a psychic and she was able to give us the exact coordinates of where this plane went down in Africa, you know? Totally. There's stuff like that when you hear him say, you're like, yeah, I mean, okay, great. Well, then there's, there is power. And yeah. are we not going to tap into power? It's like the golden, he was saying the golden goose, you know? Totally. The goose that lays the golden eggs. You do, you milk that thing. Yeah, I couldn't believe to the telekinetic stuff because I was already pretty deep into telepathic stuff by the time this movie came into my life. But um, yeah, I think that really shook me too because I had a kind of a separation of consciousness and matter. And I also think it's interesting that they take that quote from the Soviet Union about... Um, the Lenin quote. The Lenin quote about his theory... It's actually opposite way of how I think about things, but with the same conclusion that like consciousness is matter and that's why telepathy exists mm-hmm. versus the other way around, which you're like, okay, there's matter. And then there's like this consciousness that we're floating around in. Mm. And that I think was where the barrier was between that and being able to move the hologram. But <sighs> I guess that's the whole idea is your consciousness is moving the hologram by imagination anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, you had a big experience with this, like at, at space camp. I did indeed. Which we talk about. I just want to, Oh yeah, blasted earlier yeah, in the episode. Let's shout out um, patreoncom slash chill. We yeah. just got back from space camp where we had an incredible experience, and we did a podcast about it that like we can't put on YouTube. Yeah, we just can't. <laughs> it's it's too magical. It's too hot. It's it's, it's like yeah. it's too titillating. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can maybe talk about that real quick. Like you use psychedelics to get there, and it wasn't even like you were trying to do that. If anything, you didn't want to. No, and the first time that happened to me, it was really terrifying too. Um, I took a heavy, oh, I took two tabs with a few other people before I was going to the house of Yes here in a New York City apartment, and it was her birthday. And we were all getting ready, and I remember these tabs hitting me like so much harder than I thought they were gonna hit me. (laughs) To the point that like, you know, maybe 30 minutes in, I had full-blown spiral visuals where everything was just like collapsing around each other around me, you know? And so I'm like, okay, I have to lie down on this couch. And uh, it almost feels like the ex- all that I can say 
to the come up of that did feel like something like psychic warfare. It felt like my consciousness when the other consciousness in the room was having some sort of power struggle for a second that I couldn't put words to Mm. or even like visualize exactly. But um, I then remember like the spirals, the kaleidoscopes as they kind of like uh, close up and open up them opening up to her room and her closet and her looking through her clothes. And then I would like pull back Mm -hmm. and come back here and like, try and be seeing what I'm seeing in the room, but it was like I was getting sucked into it. And her magnetic force is almost like more powerful than mine in that moment. And then I was like seeing through her. Um, and I think it was so scary and so unfamiliar that first time. There was no like, let me explore this a little bit more. I, c- I could barely even talk to her about it in the moment. You so didn't have a structure either. for references either. Oh, no, not a structure for references. Um, not a structure for integration either, just because of the way that our dynamic played out. Um, but again, yeah, we took up a... Um, took LSD uh, with a large group of people and on the come up kind of a similar feeling of like, whoa, there's this like weird magnetic back and forth polarity push and pull. And then having that happen again, where I was everybody who took this specific vial acid with me. Um, same kind of an experience where I could um, look out of their eyes and in the bathroom, it was, it was more of a feeling too. I remember being in the bathroom and like dropping into Michelle and being like, <laughs> just not having the same feelings. Like it was a very, um, obviously humbling and ego dissolving experience where it was like, Oh, I am everyone. Mm-hmm. And I got to be everyone for that moment. And any boundaries that I'd put up in between me and them, any judgments, like completely just gone out of the water, you know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that time I could appreciate it a little bit more. I think it was happening so fast. It was still like, holy fucking shit. And not in my control. Not yeah. like, oh, let me do this now. It's just like, <laughs> let me hop into Michelle. It's <laughs> like, no, I'm her all of a sudden. Yeah, Fuck. Totally. <laughs> totally. I didn't know how it was going to stop. And then once, um, and then it felt like I was integrating. It literally felt like I was downloading people. It felt like I was downloading everybody that was there on that farm and everybody's intentions and how they came. It felt like I was like feeling their feelings, you know? Mm. Um, and in a less intense way than the people that took a vial. But that was my entire come up was just feeling like I was like <laughs> literally like USB plugging into everybody. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. so it's like belligerent, chaotic empathy. Yeah, totally. Know, uncontrollable. Uncontrollable. My father, I, I remember this when I was really little, used to call me like an empathetic sponge. Hmm. And I think growing up being defensive about being a sensitive person and kind of coming off as a tough person, I really held these things back just from my life and my experience um, and that's not how you welcome them into your life and that's not how you welcome <laughs> them into your life yeah no exactly um and i think over the past couple of years as well um not to sound too crazy but i was kind of sold on people talking about the ascension because it did seem like in the past couple of years with whatever was happening during the pandemic my feelings were more intense and my connection to other people and this is said to be part of the age of Aquarius that we're all supposed to be more connected to each other and that's why Aquarians are humanitarians but also disassociative because uh, they're so connected to the community around them it's like they need to be independent that's Tim Dillon it's kind of that nature you're describing Tim totally and I feel like that I feel like we're all more connected now and there was like this need for spaciousness we had to take this physical spaciousness and we're all not coming back together and we're learning like okay we're going to be together now but like in a more intense way and how do you carry that that connection and that empathy um mm. wow yeah that feels on uh, the money <laughs> <laughs> it also feels like um a threat to the way things are oh yeah and totally. that's why this becomes real sketch real quick in the government's eyes oh yeah you know like let's keep this information away from the people let's not um, point out that pretty much everyone has these skills yeah because um like we were saying when we were watching this movie it's like 
then there's no secrets. Mm-mm. Then, then, it, and there's no judgments. Yeah. You know, it's just like everything's out in the open. Here we are again. <laughs> it was funny last yeah. night before bed. Mara's like, I really got to be careful what I think. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, you do. I mean, Sean's over here feeling it, and I'm like, Stop thinking about what she's thinking about. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> no, it, it, the, that is the most like frustrating part about becoming aware of like psychic abilities. And even just being on a spiritual path is you're like, oh, it like doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't really matter what I do. Like everybody's checking me on what I'm thinking. Like mm-hmm. you can't fake frequency. I mean, yeah. you can't hide anything. We're yeah. not learning. Right. But like you certainly can't fake where your vibration is at. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I also think like any you know, any oligarchs or people that have had such a deep capitalistic mindset to fantasize about living in some like compound away from the rest of like the peasants, which is inevitably like where that thought form goes, right? If you like want to be super wealthy and rich, right? I think all of those (laughs) narratives are going to become less and less realistic as we become more (laughs) empathetic and you're unable to separate from the suffering of the people around you, Mm. you know? Yeah. Um, if they can just live through your eyes, what the fuck? <laughs> well, Why'd you right. do all this work? Well, and <laughs> if you're, you can't separate, like you want to say that, um, you're different from that person. So their suffering is different from you. But I think once you start to be able to feel it, it's not even going to be a choice of whether you want to change it. It's like, I have mm. to change this because this is around me and it's bothering me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This movie made me a real believer. <laughs> yeah. And even cause I've worked with people who like have these special powers, but there's always like a little part of me of doubt or, you know, wanting to analyze their ego, tapping into my ego and the reflections there because, but it, there was something that was like, okay, there's a purity to this if I trust it, you know, and we are humans with ego. So not yeah. expecting this to be an ego free medium of people traversing this but also just being like oh my god that guy who said he could see the angels and all that shit like i should just he was right and i should just believe him because how much more fun is that and instead of always looking for the grift which is what capitalism trains us for so you're looking for the grift you 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 meet this angel healer he describes your life he doesn't know fucking shit about you and he describes your life and he describes your future and he tells you about the angels that surround you and you leave there being like trying to punch holes in this guy's story you meet someone like gabriel who's literally not asking for money he's not asking for anything and there's this like hold on what are you up to what do you call this what you're doing yeah the quantification of everything yeah it's just like yo they just fucking nuked the veil that's all it is and like with a guy like gabriel i don't really think he has much of a choice yeah you talk to him and he's here and he's really funny and everything but then all of a sudden slips into light language yeah and who knows what he's channeling or what he's tapping into when that happens. Yeah. It, yeah. It's hard when you don't have um, like a double confirmation. And that's why those experiences are so important and so important that they get logged and get expressed out there about where you can have like, I had a psychic or imagination experience, whatever you want to call it. And my friend or somebody on the other side of the planet at the same time had the same thing. And we can mm. have that sort of like validation about it because it's incredibly isolating and it's been incredibly isolating for the past like thousands of years. However long society hasn't valued all things, not physical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, all that feminine energy has been demonized. It's been shut down. It's been, you know, not allowed to exist. You don't think there was a time where this was the way? Well, I mean, back when science started, science was magic. And then there was a separation by the, you know, institutions between uh, hermeticism and science. And it's kind Mm. of where all shit went to shit. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we we were much more obviously lunar and mystical um, before we even, we weren't even on the solar calendar. Mm. You know, we we used to be on the lunar calendar. Really? Oh, interesting. I didn't even ever think about that. And that's a feminine to masculine shift, of course. Totally, totally. 
women be much more synced up to the moon and yeah. men being that like fiery yeah energy yeah wow and the receiving versus the giving the sun gives the light and the moon receives it totally yeah there's um you have to traverse obviously so much more feminine energy when you're dealing with these uh, psychic abilities because there's so much more chaos in the mix mm-hmm. you know? yeah <laughs> i had never really thought about feminine chaos until sean starts yelling at yeah. me every day he's like enough with this feminine chaos and i'm like wait what I guess we are kind of chaotic. No, no, no. It's it's <laughs> it's a, it's a positive thing. It's a positive thing, and I think it rules my life. And I think anyone that would get around me would be like, "Yo, you're extremely feminine." But I do have some masculine qualities where I'm yeah. like, "Time to decide. Time to fucking get on a path, not all the paths." Like, let's I love do this. all the paths. Let's focus. You know, focus, 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 focus. No, thank God for the balance. You know. Oh yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, uh, you know, we're watching this movie and like, it's, it was tempting to just pause it right away and be like, let's start running experiments, you know? (laughs) Oh, when I first started watching it, I would be like, I think I told you guys this. I asked my friends to hide stuff and I would try and guess where it was. That's a good way to run an experiment. How'd it go? Pretty, pretty good. I, as I said, I think my superpowers are a little bit different than remote viewing. Cause Mm -hmm. again, I think I'm too embodied of a person to be good at astral projection and all of that and the people that i know they're really good at it tend to have charts that aren't very grounded and aren't, aren't very embodied yeah <clears throat> super airy people well that's why i doubt people because i know that like this capacity of what other people are doing is very far from me yes, like i'm not hearing totally. seeing, seeing the angels like i feel them but right. i don't necessarily hear or see them so right. when other people like i hear and see them i'm like mm, do you yeah. you know and they change too like all mediums that you talk to will talk about how their abilities progressed over the years and usually in kind of intense ways where their body has to like physically maybe get sick to attune to these higher frequencies and then they have to get used to the intense like oh i'm i'm feeling this even more extremely now and now i now i'm having body symptoms right like we know a lot of mediums have body symptoms like all of a sudden you have this really intense stomach ache because your friend has a stomach ache or you know whatever it is and then you have to try and control all of that like oh man god bless those people god bless those people right yeah Yeah, we feel for you yeah (laughs) But, but there's a reason there's people like that and i think that they can serve as reminders of our interconnectedness and yeah you know again that just man waking up to to our interconnectedness on a level like this is so revolutionary yeah it's so just fucking changes the game it it really just shows uh in 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 high contrast that we've become workers yeah that we've let them make us workers yeah. instead of fucking divine beings yeah. who can read each other's minds <laughs> yeah. and, and move, anywhere move matter move matter like i'm pretty sure that's how they did the pyramids and shit i'm pretty sure yeah. they were like everybody's so bent on technology i'm like man you got the tech though yeah. right like you yeah. got the tech like your mom was talking about you think we're going to be able to j- change skin color i was like yeah but not with crispr yeah. I think you're going to be able to do it. Yeah. I think that's where we're going with our consciousness, but mm. I don't think it's going to be from foreign objects outside of you. I think it's fucking... Well, you can already, like, imagine stuff, like, that happens in your life, and you could probably, like... Were you saying I'm imagining curlier hair and oh, my I, hair's getting it's, curlier? It's worked, yeah. Wow. <laughs> telling you, Mom, yeah, I got this body shot. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, like, what, what tripped me out about this movie is I came out of it, like... Um, just, just with a, with a better view of this idea I've talked about before that like there's, there's these ideas out there and they're almost trying to wrangle you as yeah. a person, yes. but, mm. um, yo, it's different. But like I, now I think back on my best ideas cause they never feel like mine. Yeah. It always feels like something that has always been. 
and was I just remote viewing a, fir- a future version <laughs> of myself like that had already made American Juggalo? You I know? always ask the question, is it manifestation or retrocausation? Yeah. Are you feeling into the future or are you mm-hmm. then manifesting that timeline? But I do, I can't remember who said, do people have ideas or do ideas have people? But I remember when I first heard that years ago and it resonated so deeply for yeah. me as an artist because it does, like you start to write music and stuff and like you have your hands go up mm-hmm. you know like you know that it's not you because it does move through you yeah um yeah it's crazy because i was saying that about this project we're pitching to netflix yeah. Yeah. yesterday and then we watched this movie and it was like whoa yeah oh my god i was like i was like mara this is trippy this process keeps going like to the point where it's like this little idea we had one morning is yeah. like now we're pitching it to Netflix. We have this amazing deck. We have all these people on board maps. We're talking to maps after this podcast. Mm. Like we got a, like it shit feels like it's happening, but I'm like, it, it feels like a runaway train that like, I'm not the conductor of this <laughs> totally. at all totally. at all. So sometimes it feels like, uh, I might've grabbed the future memory yeah, and, um, you know, just, just run with that. And like, I think as an artist, it's about like, how do you, you tune your temple to like, honor those frequencies and those transmissions that are coming in from like all timelines. Well, I was going to say, I think it's like a higher timeline trying to manifest higher frequencies of dynamics. Cause this is essentially what we're trying to do with this movie. Right. Mm. And it's like that trying to express itself. Like, how do we get there? How do we get these yeah. people to come to that deeper level of understanding? How do we get their consciousnesses to meld and accept each other? And yeah. Yeah. Or like accepting that there's infinite timelines and let's try yeah. to, jump yeah. to the one that's like a little higher in ascension totally. where you send love to the, the, the previous version of yourself. But, but that's, I think that's what she's saying. It's like these, uh, the, uh, these ideas are in those dimensions and they're like, come on, yeah, come up yeah. here. You want to be yeah. up here. Come up here. Yeah. You're not the <laughs> Don't person. You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to be up yeah. here? Don't you want to be the guy that made yeah. American juggalo? You motherfucker. <laughs> totally. like, come on, do it, do it. And, and then it just feels like you have no choice. Like yeah. if you're honoring that thing, yeah. To, to what what might seem to other people to the detriment of your fucking regular grounded life. Oh, totally. <laughs> you know, totally. like, what are you doing? Totally. What are you doing in a three-person relationship? Totally. You know? It's like, who had this idea? That's a freaky one. Who had this idea? Who came up with this? You guys, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the first fucking rodeo, whatever. Yeah, but, but for us three to get together <laughs> in this way, like, come on. Take it to fucking new levels. Yeah. Life is too funny. And I like, it makes me just want to play with it, you know, Uh, and find the others, find the others who want to play with it. Oh, speaking of playing, we can play a little bit on this podcast. We we made a game for you. Okay. This is, well, there's a lot of ways to test this. Yeah. No, we want to implore you to come up with new experiments. And if you think they're good, let us know what you have. You know, if you get good results too, let us know. We want to hear about it. My my first instinct was um, because I've started singing songs that were in your head and yeah. I've, I, Cass has started singing songs that were it's, in my head. It's that been my... a huge part of our relationship is obviously synchronicities. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And it will only um, compound, I'm sure, especially when we start taking more LSD. Yeah. And we're, and we're, we're being <laughs> that's, intentional that's about it. That's probably what some of these remote viewers who the CIA was tapping into were doing, you know. No, oh, they, yeah. they that's what doing. Ingo was doing. Oh yeah, you know that, that's the first thing he said to the CIA is like, "We got to get LSD involved," yeah. and they're like, "No, nah, yeah, we're not going to do that." I mean, if you have this tool that can do this, but well, you, my you, first instinct was like, "Okay, Mayor, listen to a song or think of a song, and I'll try to go there with you." And you know, there's the classic one of like, "I have a number I, in my head." Whenever I'm around you guys, I didn't want to freak you out. I wanted to show you this movie first, but I'm always, I always am high and being like, "I'm going to tell you guys what I'm imagining," and I want you to try and see if you can see what I'm imagining. 
Mm, that's oh, cool. interesting. And I'm going to start doing See, that. See, that, that's, yeah. that's got to be more challenging because I think remote viewing is like you're tapping into physical matter mm-hmm. that views. Viewing into yeah. non-physical matter is probably. It's just a I'm step not, further. I'm not quite there yet. Like, let's see if I can. <laughs> yes. No, but like, it's just, it's right there. <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to suck, you know. Yeah. It's okay to fail. But, I, but uh, you know, um, you know, what they do in the movie is they send some motherfucker out to some weird but distinct place. And then they have someone remote viewing and just writing every detail that they can down about where that person is. And a lot of times it's like it 80% matches up. It's eerie. Totally. It's, that's what made me a believer is just seeing these sketches. They're, it, well, it's insane. Well, and especially just from like untrained folks, you know, rooms of just regular people, right? Yeah. They have seminars cool. where there's like hundreds of people there yeah. and like, you know, only 20% of them don't. Like have right. the spot on thing exactly what and, you, and, and that's what you can expect too i think whenever you're asking people to do a new skill is there's always going to be people that can't get over the, the doubt, doubt in their yeah. mind you know what i mean exactly like, um especially especially with something that's like not even in the grand scheme of perceivability real yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so what do you think about this being god's work or the okay. devil's work okay, okay we should talk about that but but uh, let's do this so, yeah. so here's here's so our test have time this is this is our test with the people so so cass um drew something on here with this sharpie with this sharpie with a black sharpie she drew something on um, yeah we're gonna say it's it's a symbol she drew something it's a symbol yeah it's a symbol on on this on on a white piece of paper that's in this envelope it's like yeah white craft paper white craft paper yeah and we put it in this envelope and we sealed it with a kiss and she did it right before this this podcast in this room so if you're watching this you can see this sitting right here and i did it right here so um you know if you're watching this tap into that Maybe pause this, and uh, well, maybe at the end we'll we'll reveal what this. Yeah, is. we'll reveal in the end. Okay, cool. Um, so, so that's a fun way of testing it. I feel like. Yeah. Should we reveal it at e- all? Exper- yeah. No, let's reveal it. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Tune into the next podcast. <laughs> Satan is my favorite topic. It's yeah. never-endingly interesting. Of course. It's never-endingly interesting, especially in a monotheistic society. Um, yeah, and, and we're all, she's asking this question because it obviously becomes part of the film with the public perception, um, and the church and the you know the Vatican—they're all deeply involved in all of this stuff as well. Because um, the question of like demon, because then demon possession comes into all of these conversations as well, and exorcisms, and you know once you get into the metaphysical, I think the paranormal sort of seeps in too, and then you start mm-hmm. talking about ghosts, and you start talking about spirits, and um, I think because of our fear of death and demonization of death in American culture, like ghosts and spirits are then demonized. Mm. And so then it, everything seems demonic and satanic that you can't see. But again, I think it's really just a really deeply ingrained fear of the feminine. Mm. Right. That like burning <clears throat> the witches thing. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, but do you to think the point where we've structured our society around that, we've made laws it, like everything is about that. The witch, that movie, that fucking great movie, is yeah. actually about what we're talking about. It's about being scared of the woods, and the woods like represents the feminine, right, and the unknown, and the, the chaos mm. that you can't see. Mm. The thing I'm having hard squaring in my life is that I have this, I guess, belief that power corrupts. Yeah, and. I don't even know if that's the, I mean, I think everyone shares that belief with you. But maybe we should change our belief set system because 
with that, I'm like, okay, the power of ESP, like this corrupts. And there is like this concern that someone may think, oh, I'm, I'm tapping into where Cass is in her apartment right now. And they're getting an idea of who I am and what I'm doing. But like, do they really know? Can they, if they remote view my experience, really, can I trust that they empathetically tap into like the whole picture of Cass? Or do we, is there like, does there need to be like a warning with this work that like, mm. I don't know. How did they keep straight, you know, these immense powers and not maybe well, abusing them? Or can I, can I just say, I think that there's a difference between having power over people and having power over yourself. When you have power over yourself, you're not interested in having power over people. So that's mm. the kind of power that doesn't corrupt. When uh. you have power over people, you're filling a void in yourself. And that, of course, is going to fucking corrupt. Well, forewarning, the deeper that you get into this, the paranoia does get deeper. Because, of course, there are beings that have... Uh, these abilities that do take advantage of their power. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I think ultimately when you tap into people, it's really hard not to be empathetic because it's almost like you're uploading to their consciousness. Mm. Kind of like when you raise your frequency and you come to new understandings versus like reading a book and learning something. It's almost like an, you can't even help where it gets you to, mm. you know? Um, but yeah, no. And like, silent sound technology exists. Like the government definitely uses a lot of these things negatively. But at the end of the day, like you are, you are God and you're God of your reality. And like you are always in control of what you let in and what you don't let in. That is your power. And that's always going to be your power. And I think I do have a little bit of an issue how power gets demonized because then it makes people not want to have any. And the reality is we need good people to have power yeah. because right. there's always going to be different power dynamics. Um, and you can experience that on really intimate levels. Right. And they're really fun. Like power dynamics are fun. Relationships aren't fun um, when you don't have them and you have them in different places with every relationship. Some people relationships are just like someone is like way more powerful than the other, but most relationships that you have it exist in different places in your personalities. Some of your yeah. personality is more powerful here and it's more weak than the other person. And you balance each other out and that's why your dynamic is nice and fruitful and makes you grow and prosper or whatever. Um, yeah. Wow. That was good. That was good. I appreciated that. It's <laughs> good reminders. It's it's crazy because I feel like we're living through uh, this this awakening, and um, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. No. So like, you know, we saw through this 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 whole movie was through the lens of government and CIA yeah. and 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 how they think about this stuff. Totally. And, uh, and of course, it's just cloaked in fear <laughs> yeah. and everything because that's what keeps the 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 funds flowing in that yeah. way. I see the same thing fucking playing out now, like. They're they're finally admitting that that yeah we've we know about aliens there's <laughs> totally. a, there's aliens yeah. so and and everyone knows this like my parents know about it it's on CNN but my mom's sitting there she's like I'm suspicious and I don't know why I don't know what they're up to but I'm suspicious I'm suspicious I'm like you should be because look they've known about this for a long time and we made it into a joke that Donald Trump wanted to start a space force but really Democrats and Republicans and warmongers everywhere are like oh this is it this is the next place to fucking siphon your tax dollars through your fucking fear and paranoia of aliens and we're and instead of helping the people we're going to have a new defense force that like you can't even understand which is probably part of the reason that the aliens are here is because they the reason they're around our military bases is because they don't trust us to like have these nuclear weapons and that's when they started showing that's up that's when they right? started showing up we, it's like so it's, it's like, like we're, we figure out the atom bomb and they're like they're it's like, such a right. perfect mirror of like how your fear creates reality yeah like you're so totally. scared of something happening that you're like i need to defend myself <laughs> against this thing happening to me that you manifested happening even harder you yeah. know you're like i need to cling to my partners so that they don't leave me yeah and then they just like <laughs> find ways to get away from you because they don't like someone clinging to them yeah. you know what i mean yeah i, I mean i i think that it, these aliens coming around if anything 
uh, shows me that there's a happy ending to this story that we're going to figure out this fucking mess we're in because mm-hmm. they are us. Like, otherwise, why the fuck are they hanging around Earth fucking with us? You know what I mean? They, they are us. They're so clearly where we're headed towards mm-hmm. and probably we're on the super fast track to it now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they're just like, to, to me, it's like, okay, they're here as a symbol of, of some place to go of, of some, just the way Jesus was mm-hmm. for people, the totally. way all these symbols have become, but like aliens are that new symbol. Yeah. And you said something brilliant the other day about the, how they uh, represent the democratization of spirituality. Oh yeah, totally. How, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's going to be the biggest consciousness cracker probably the 21st century because I think it dissolves any reality of the dogmas that exist on planet earth because it really just washes everything out of the water Mm -hmm. you know and I think the way that it opens you up to the rest of the universe just like how even looking at the stars can do that for you Mm. um nothing else will have the capability to do and I mean, you know, they're going to try as they've tried with the Space Force to do the otherization of it. Yeah. But uh, as we integrate, just like we're all integrating in this age of Aquarius and how to learn to like be with each other without judgment, like it's going to do the same thing with aliens and that acceptance of something that far out of the other, like that's going to radicalize everyone. Yeah. You're not going to be able to be homophobic or racist or whatever the fuck it is once you befriend an alien. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're friends with an alien where you're like I can't hang out with my gay cousin because totally. it's just wrong <laughs> totally well and also um, like we're at this beautiful merger finally where science is coming back around to spirituality mm. and that again with aliens is the interdimensional nature of them um, and this is all coming out with the UFOs with uh, the government as well and saying that they have um, technology that really is infathomable to the, the scientific materialists of today which again is going to bring these spirit and science things together yeah it's like yeah now we can't separate them <laughs> and, and, and it's just one of those beautiful humbling moments like they said in the in the movie like there was a point in physics where people threw their hands up and they're like we learned everything about physics now we look back at that and like you didn't know shit <laughs> so, yeah. that's gonna be for everything totally like totally. y'all we're fucking living in the stone age mm-hmm. still that's the way that's the way it's, this is gonna be looked back on so when you can I have so many questions. So when you can inhabit someone else's consciousness that matter, do you think you're also able to affect matter? Like, do you think like when you jump into your friend who's in the closet, you could be like, I really like that red shirt. Let's pull that red shirt. Mm. I do. I do think that you like, because we have magnetism, I think that like we're always influencing each other. And that's again, why we need a healthier relationship with power because you need to understand you have, you don't just have it over yourself, but you do have it uh, with the people around you. Mm. You know, you have influence. Mm -hmm. Um, And until you recognize that you're not going to be responsible with it either. Yeah. So should we like all be targeting and like putting ourselves inside Joe Biden? Yeah. Man. That's a bad trip right yeah. there. A bad Some trip. mumbling old warmonger fool. Or yeah. you're like, peace is the way. Yeah, we need to talk to Mars more about her um, abilities because she is a channel and she is able to get into consciousnesses that are no longer embodied, which mm. a lot of mediums have that ability. Um, and I think that was another cracker for me too, was being like, oh, I was thinking about consciousness, like not being able to be in more than one place at once, which is like a funny idea. Mm. Yeah. Right? Mm. But yeah. it's not really location specific. And so I think that's why there is an ability to be able to tap into David Bowie, wherever he is or exists, because it's almost like he's a frequency. 
uh, like a specific frequency. more so than when he was in a body right more so than when he was in and a body. like uh like we had this freaky thing where um janice joplin was at space camp oh yeah totally like, uh i don't i didn't remember Cass inviting her or calling her or anything <laughs> like she that. comes with me everywhere oh okay all right <laughs> she's got that permanent vip wristband yeah yeah, yeah she definitely came to space camp because she just kept coming up through various people she, yeah. she definitely yeah. swam through you for a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really fucking wild thing. And and to me I, I like I love that. I call on those frequencies. Yeah. You know? When I take acid, when I fucking you know, I I wanna fucking feel Rocky Erickson. I wanna know yeah. what it was like to yeah. fucking be a Texas maniac yeah. you know, yeah. like yeah. no one understood. Yeah. I feel like it's careful what you wish for, man. <laughs> yeah, like definitely careful what you wish for. Look, I, I I think I've talked about it before. We uh, I fucking had a ketamine journey where I spent my uh, my life as fucking tina turner getting abused by ike turner and raped and it was just like amazing oh god it's just one of those fucking things it's, just, it's like it's terrifying but it's just one of, you can't otherize after that and and as as freaky as it might have been when you were in the bathroom maybe too high and you you became michelle you raised your frequency like now you're not just mayor and you know it and you know it and you get all that with mm-hmm. all that compassion just comes oh it fucking, felt so good like no, it really, the dissolving of judgments in those moments felt so good and felt, it's just so like, oh, give it all up, humbling, like, yeah, yeah like, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I've, I've thought of, uh, you know, I think, I think a lot of people like think of like empathy as a superpower and, and I think it can be, I think a lot of times it's just a kind of reflection of, um, your needs not being met at a certain stage and you becoming aware of that and, and then just wanting to give the world back what you what how your needs weren't met i really think that's where it comes from for me yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure like uh i'm always the person that's like running like some lady just fucking fell on her ass in mr barry the other day while i was getting a juice and like everyone's like oh you know they're scared or like i like went over and like picked this lady up and whatever and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with everyone just because that's what i know i would need yeah you know what i mean not everyone would need someone to come over and help them up but like i know it that, that's that's what yeah. i would need and I, like you can call that empathy, but I don't know how much of a superpower it is. I think it just has to do with, you know. Uh, well, you, you're incredibly psychic and able to feel what she needed in that moment, too. And yeah. some people are able to feel it, but also can't get past the projection of what you, they need as well. Like Just right. like you said, like maybe they would be so embarrassed. They would want nobody to come up to them and just, just you know what I mean? I'm thinking right. about a lot of men when they would like fall in public, that would be their reaction. Like, Oh my God, please don't fucking help me. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're, they're projecting that onto her or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know? Yeah. Um, and a, again, a lot of those narratives are going to have to be dissolved to tap into these abilities because you have to look past, uh, emotional reactions in the moment. Yeah. It's almost why I feel like I'm, I'm not like pattern wise built to do a lot of this stuff. Cause I'm so watery and emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have too. to be very airy, non-reactive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know hmm. uh, yeah it's like uh it'll be interesting i wonder if we'll ever um get it to a place where like all our charts are uploaded like our dna is yeah. you know like where it's public totally. information and it's like the cia is like all right we need a really airy person <laughs> totally. let's get them all the birth times and go through the astro- astrological charts and figure yeah. out who we need is like remote viewing to see what's going on in this cave or whatever yeah wow i, I wonder if the cia is fucking with astrology 
Oh yeah, for sure. They have to be. If you, I mean, you're saying Goldman Sachs is is using consultants for lunar calendar and like this kind of thing. Like, absolutely, that doesn't get talked about that much. You, I mean, you brought that up to us and it fucking blew my mind. But it's also like, duh. Mm-hmm. No, it's another one of the things when you find out how deep it goes. It's like, of course, they they want to also make it seem like it's dumb in the public, and that's why it's been a pseudoscience for however long it's been a pseudoscience for. It's because it's again another democratization of power. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let them have that map. Yeah, yeah. So, so they right. have to make it seem stupid. They have to, like, they have to oh, make yeah. it seem like the most oh, far yeah. out. Like, that's how astrology has a bad name. It, it fucking leaves a bad taste in so many people's mouth. Oh, yeah. And it's like, why? Well, because of the way that it's been marketed, it was so patronizing and so, um, like, reductive and a like dangerous way of misunderstanding that it does seem fucking stupid mm. you know i think like the more that i understand astrology and understand the layering of it and the more i'm like oh i don't understand anything because that's how astrology feels the more that you learn it you know what i mean right. the first layer of understanding seems so shallow and so non-encompassing and um because again language is very limiting and astrology is talking about something much bigger than what language could describe um kind of like mathematics and the more that you get deeper into each mathematical class like things compound on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And there's also just like science, um, different um, areas of study that disagree with each other, you know, Vedic and Western. And mm-hmm. um, that's pe- why I like respect the Buddha or the, um, the Dalai Lama. Cause he's like, yeah, I, I accept science and I'll, I'll, we'll work science into our religion and stuff. But by doing that, he's also like, science has gotten a lot more spiritual like with quantum mechanics and quantum yeah. physics it's like there was like a moment where it was like oh the dalai lama accepts science in this rational way and it's like no then science just met the dalai totally. lama and was like well yeah i can trust science because the further we go the more we'll realize that you know these particles that move in quantum mechanics and quantum physics and i don't stuff that's above my intellectual pay grade yeah um, reaffirms, you know, this Absolutely. spiritual connection that we all have, the oneness, the singularity, it, it's, it is there and it, it is reflected the deeper we look. And Well, and the power to control reality almost because that was the big quantum, I feel like, thing to the public was like, oh, we're understanding the person running the experiment is infecting the experiment. I was just going to bring that up. You know, and it invalidates a lot of experiments, first of all. <laughs> almost everyone. <laughs> Pretty much everyone. <laughs> but Except then it, this one. This one's pure. <laughs> yeah, this one. Um, but then it also, yeah, it brings in this idea of your ability to, to change or, you know, not maybe not change reality, but hop to a timeline if everything existing infinitely around you. For me, it always shakes me about randomness. Mm-hmm. Again, because that I feel like day to day is the thing that comes into my mind is like an excuse to like not face reality sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you want to write something off as disconnected. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I feel like that's that's what the human race is is infected with for as long as I know about. Yeah. Is is just, yeah, that that tendency to otherize, the the tendency to write things off is not you. Yeah. Like, it's, you're you're doing yourself a huge disservice because as a person who was like this until I started taking psychedelics, the thing where you just kind of accept, let everything in, it makes your life, like, better it, it's it makes it much more magical it makes mm-hmm. it much more chill you're less reactionary you're way less judgmental because you know it's like perfection unfolding in front of you and yeah. you know that that's that's where faith comes in and like that's where all this stuff starts to it really overlap. it really broadens the story of you 
I'll t- I'll do a James the Peach thing. It's like <laughs> you are the universe. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it is all you. So when you broaden your perspective of who you are and what you affect, you know the stories become like almost so expansive that you can't lock it into like mm. an, a, as there's some challenge to the egoic uh, narrative. Yeah, you know totally, and the limitations. As right. Well. Yeah. 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 So one of my favorite, I'm just going to keep talking about this movie because I love it so much. <laughs> um, so at the end of the movie, they're showing how they use kind of uh, ESP remote viewing techniques to kind of ask the musicians to what did they, giving them a prompt and having them create music based on that prompt. And for this movie, the, it being the movie. Well, they, they had an orchestra playing in Sweden and then they had these musicians uh, in some other location in California laying there trying to remote view this and they they would come out and they would say okay they would speak in musical language and try to get it down and perform it and when they're describing you know like the 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 stuff that they're receiving they're like i don't know it's kind of it's the kind of music that like makes you feel itchy and and this is what's being said in the credits this is after the movie this is like a kind of little behind the scenes type of thing they say, yeah, it's the kind of music that like maybe makes you feel itchy. And Cass just popped up and started like breathing really heavy, and like you could tell she was having one of those holy fuck moments because I was really itchy. The whole <laughs> movie. The well, whole the last movie, you like you thought you had poison ivy. Yeah, I thought I had poison ivy, and I was like, it's spreading, but it's spreading too fast, and it's here, and then it's here, and then it's like it was just moving in a way, and then I was like. The, the wild road my thoughts took me on, like, oh, do I have some sort of itchy disease? What are itchy diseases? You know, I was so confused because I don't usually get itchy. So when something happens to you that isn't, like, part of your thing and you don't think of, like, oh, you as humans get itchy. Like, am I doing too much of a certain drug? Like, what is it? And then they say this thing and the experience gets so validated. Mm. Like, oh, this orchestra is, they're kind of... uh bringing about this like bug like energy and and they literally say it'll make you feel itchy and i was like okay okay as someone who wasn't sure how tapped into all this stuff or receptive or open of a person i am i got so yeah encouraged by that yeah because like at first i was it just it was i guess validating is the word is that look you're being affected whether or not you believe in this stuff or not yeah (laughs) i was just gonna say that absolutely absolutely well, and you can't, again, it's just you can't hide. And you think that you can, in relationships, when you're around people, like, keep things away. And you really can't. Yeah. Joke's on you. Joke's on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and I love that they start at the beginning of the movie, too, with the, uh, I, I don't know if it's Pat's quote or Ingo's quote about the more that you try and hide something from visible view in the psychic space, the more that it blows up is like a huge beam of light. Yeah, I love that, too. <laughs> and that's so true, because yeah. it's like, think of your worst secrets. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, you might be creating this like really deep secret, but it yeah, there's a beam of light on it and it's in the psychic space and yeah. people can see it more clearly because the more attention you put towards hiding it and keeping it in the darkness, totally. it's like, well, there's people who can see in the dark, so yeah. <laughs> joke's <laughs> on you. Totally. <laughs> well, and, and, and not only that, you don't even have to see in the dark because if you're holding a secret that deeply, it starts to crystallize your destiny and like everything you're all about. We know people like this where it's just like... They come into a room and they're an energetic vortex, you know, and it's like because they're trying to hold this thing secret and it's like you realize everyone knows. (laughs) We might not know specifically or be care to, but like, 
Yeah. Everyone knows that you're fucking clinging yeah. and it's nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. It's honestly why I enjoy singing as an art form so much and using my body as an instrument is like there is no hiding when you're singing. Like if I try and sound like somebody else or whatever, like my throat's going to tighten, it's going to flatten. And mm. like I love I love that exercise of not hiding and being mm-hmm. you know, and trying to be authentic and find an even and find a middle. And yeah, bodies are great. It, it's, it's really hilarious the way it plays out in relationships. It's like, you know, when your partner knows something and you're like, I'm just going to fucking double down and make sure they don't know this thing. And it's just like, okay, we're going to do this. Dan- we're going to just dance around the elephant in the room yeah. right now. What do you think? Yeah. Like I'm overthinking about something, but I'm like, I can't burden Sean with this thing I'm overthinking I'm about, like, but it, it just makes it worse. And then all of a sudden I like say it like a week too late and it's like, yo, we could have avoided so many fights if you would just like come out with this thing that literally has nothing to do with him except me not wanting to stress him out by yeah. telling him what I'm worried about. Cause I'm like, I can handle this. I can, <laughs> I can take care of the worry on this one. Yeah, and then for- he comes and he takes a pin and he pops my bubble of worry. And I'm like, man, I could have used you a fucking week ago, man. Yeah. I mean like for days I'll watch this with like, this little furl in her brow. Like, and I'm like, what's up? What's up? It's like, no, nothing, nothing. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then I'll catch you doing something. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm posting the Instagram pictures from space camp. I'm like, that's what it's been. Hasn't it? For the last four days, you've been fucking yet. thinking about that. But that's not true. That's where I get mad because you think that you know, and that's where I get like a little more protective of this space because like, trust me, you think you know, you have no idea the mm. expansive nature of who I am as a person, the ways my thoughts can think, how much I go through. You have, you don't know. So to simplify yeah. it and be like, oh, you, the, the simplicity is you, you worry about X, Y, Z, and that's all your experience is, is like so not true. And that's where I get a little protective of people be, like tapping into me because I'm like, you don't fucking know. I don't even know. I don't want to be deduced to something so simple when I'm an infinite being of light. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think, again, like when we're talking, uh, we all have different teams of spirits that want to express themselves through us. And I think Sean does have this weird, intense connection to like high frequency spirits like Zeus or something. Oh, shit. (laughs) Because it does, it does, he does talk about like the darkest shit that's going on with you and like your worst self, but it is true. You know what I mean? It's true. And, and I like it, the way that he's saying it is, is saying that it's simplified, but I also think he understands like the complexity of you and like that there's other stuff going on. Oh yeah, of course. (laughs) Like it's, it's like for me, I'm like, let's just talk about the, the manifestation of this. Let's talk about the symptom. Let's talk about the most petty surface part of this. Yeah. You know, but I know as well as you do, like it goes deeper. Well, it's so create required. Like when, when you do this with your partner, it requires you guys to both level up because you're like, you can't just stall in a level of reality where you're worrying because your partner's like, Hey, I want to spend time with you. Yeah. Hey, I'd like to have like a little bit of your time, attention and focus. And if you're always off here, I don't get that. And that's kind of one of the most beautiful things about relationship is that someone in the physical realm demanding your space so that you can kind of like come more to a present state of being Mm -hmm. um so like kind of creating it doesn't have to be love relationships any kind of relationship where like that requires your presence that's why music probably is so beautiful writing any kind of artistic pursuit is because you are required to show up to the moment and Mm -hmm. that's enter the flow and take it out of the mind space where i think that there can be a lot of um yeah well yeah and i think the the flow is bigger than us always. And so it's, it is an ego dissolver in itself when you get into it. Yeah. You know, it parts the cloud of duality. Totally. Yeah. That's what, that's this realm we're talking about. 
You know, we we were talking this morning about how to get in there. You, is you know, it angels or is it demon work? You know, <laughs> to me, it <laughs> that, feels, idea. <laughs> it feels that idea, that idea. Are are angels the demons? You know, same fucking. Well, can thing. you have one without the other? And just knowing, okay, the more I go through the light, it doesn't. The more I work towards anything, the other thing is also happening. Maybe in a different um, multiverse. Like I'm on the brightest uh, timeline, but the other me is like fucking grinding it out and having a really hard time and should i embody her so she doesn't have to be that totally well and that's why that painting that i want to get tattooed on me about lucifer getting cast out of heaven is just my favorite because it's it's like it's like the moment of distortion or misunderstanding because the idea of getting cast out of heaven sounds demonic to me in the first place yeah do you know what Mm. i mean so it's like it's a very it's a very interesting convert like it's such an interesting idea you know there's an otherization and the third the person that was otherized is the demon Mm. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, you got to tap into the kingdom of heaven was within yes. you. And if you believe it's in within you, you can believe it's within other people. Yes. And the best thing you can do for someone else is tap into that own kingdom of heaven so that they yeah. can see you as a beacon of light of like, Oh, that is an option. Yeah. That is a way. It's like those monks who meditate, they're t- holding it down being like, yo, you cannot be in your thoughts. Yeah. There is a way of living outside of that. Yeah. And so, yeah. I also think it's cool that they um, brought in some quotes from um, astronauts because the phenomenon of astronauts going into space and then having a giant expansion of their consciousness has been, I think, I think every one of them has said that, right? Yeah. Um, and there's one angle on it where it's like, for a short period of time, unlike any other human, they actually got to separate if you know if space i think that space does obviously have an equation with uh, gravity they got to separate from the gravity of the consciousness of the human on earth mm. right yeah. and sort of like almost exist in a little bit more of a separative state yeah yeah and he described it as samadhi as samadhi um and being out there i mean sometimes they, it's like seeing the alien or whatever that happens to them out there that makes them spiritual but nevertheless everybody that goes up there Maybe it's just seeing the earth as well, seeing that, it as a whole, like just the yeah. visual of it and having that integrate as an understanding. The astronauts I've interviewed, that's, that's, it's just kind of as simple as that. It's just like looking down on this thing that everyone, every story we know, every person we've ever thought of or known, every, oh, that whole saga took place down in, in this thing. And like that, like how do you not let that wake you up? Thank God for psychedelics. I mean, I can probably yeah. count probably like 10 experiences of samadhi that I've been blessed enough to experience because of the, these psychedelic tools. And that doesn't make me an enlightened person, but there are brief moments where you can access that and be in that state of oneness. And wow. 5-MeO-DMT is a a pretty, that's a one way (laughs) ticket to samadhi for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's for the people. It's the, it's the, it's the space, it's inner space. You know, you don't have to train to be an astronaut to, to traverse your inner space. Mm. And it makes you want to kind of having access to this world makes you want to learn more. So you know how to travel, you know, and how to traverse these waters in a way that's responsible and not straining your story, but, um, helping you i don't know yeah. what do you call that or swim in the cosmic ocean yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like it's just more tools to see yourself and not just everyone but everything mm-hmm. and you know I've, I've i've taken psychedelics and had the realization that like i was the idea for the big bang and like it, like how, how much further back can you even go than that <laughs> like that that 
that I had the idea that we had, I in the bigger sense yeah, had yeah. this idea to fucking start a universe and it took a long time to play out to get here where I could, you know, realize that. But yeah, to separate and explore limitation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It really requires like an accepting and embracing of what is and what is happening, you know, and, and these moments of more challenge, like this is such a stupid example, but I'll use it. Like I was feeling really itchy last night mm. <laughs> and I literally, it got so bad that I was like, I just need to start with my mantras of like that I'm safe and I'm healthy and I'm whole. And like, it just took me to that place. And I was like this, and I was then even having that moment of embracing like, Oh me struggling with this is requiring me to lean on my faith and this leaning on the faith um builds that connection between me and the divine mm. and sometimes you need to be challenged to um to lean on that and that's a beautiful thing and that's actually a gift it's like those it's like those um folks who you know became quadriplegics like they're some of the most spiritual motherfuckers Always. and they'll say it they're like <clears throat> look i wouldn't have become this spiritual if i didn't have the use of my arms and my legs look at um uh, the movie we made american juggalo 2 mm -hmm. about alexander perkins oh, yeah. you know less legs yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking lost his legs at eight years old and he's like i wouldn't change it for the fucking world right made me who i am and like He's he's some juggalo living in Amish country. He's probably the only black dude in his whole town. Mm -hmm. And like you go and if you walk in the room and you feel like like you're with Ramdas, you know, it's 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 intense. And uh, you know, he he carries that torch for us. Like that was his cross to bear and um like he does it with such grace that I'm like you look at a guy like that and I'm like what could I complain about? Like what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's where like Mr. Rogers, I reminded of Mr. Rogers where he like, he'll go to people on their deathbed and be like, will you pray for me? And they're like, that's weird. <laughs> you should be praying for me. But it's like, no, that's what it's the Pope says to people too. And they're like, what? well, you pray for me. And he's like, no, that ain't like that. Like you're closer to God and you're more connected to the divine. Maybe when you're on your way out or when you're on your way into this experience, mm. uh, this has been a really, should we reveal the, some, the thing? Yeah, let's re let's reveal the symbol. Before, if you haven't done this yet, just it, pause here. Just pause it here. I with this sharpie marker did a symbol right here on white cardstock paper about this size, and then we put in this envelope. I went over it a couple times, so maybe um, with your mind's eye, see if you can drop it at the space of uh, what that what you see. You hold it up to this one. <laughs> There it is. Cool. It's, it's a triangle with hearts around it. Yeah, it's a, a triangle with three hearts around it with the base of the heart pointing towards the triangle. So if you are just listening. If you nailed it, send us your drawing. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, if you if you had any experience of any kind of uh, ESP, remote viewing, telepathy with us, we need to hear about it because I feel like those are our it. people. And uh if you're bored, my favorite thing to do is read NDEs. That's another fun way to become a believer of things is weird synchronicities with NDEs with people and near-death experiences. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the fucking. I think there's a whole channel on YouTube. It's pretty raw. It's just videos. Some some of them feel like they're from the '80s and it's just people talking about their near-death experiences. We should do a whole episode on that. Yeah, like people have met their kids that haven't been born yet. That's cool. Oh yeah. Whoa. 
Wow. Yeah, there's some cool ones. Yeah. There's some really cool ones. Yeah, I've heard about experiences like that from ayahuasca. You know, I think I think with psychedelics, you stumble into a lot of this yeah. stuff, and it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. make sense. And you know, yeah, and it's hard to integrate because about the society has no language for it, mm. nor acceptance. Yeah, nor for, acceptance. Like, like, where would you talk to someone about oh, this? Even when that shit went down like a year ago with me, none of my friends, like the couple people that I told, were like, "Okay, Mary, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> like, let's, let's take it down a level." Yeah. Well, that's why we like to speak to the choir. <sighs> Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you find our people and it's just going to get more and more interesting and magical because uh, this this partly feels like it plays perfectly into our calling of of community and merging with what we maybe have once otherized and just yeah. becoming everyone and, yeah. and growing our mycelium being and strong helping people like tap that. into their own power. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, you're that, very powerful. Very. Yeah. Yeah. You're very fucking powerful. Yeah, and you have influence whether you want to or not, so use it wisely. Yeah. <laughs> use that, your thoughts wisely. Mm, yeah. That's a good note to leave it on. <laughs> thanks, Mare. Thanks, Cass. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. There's a little treat there for you if you want to join up. And join our Discord and fucking let's get to know each other. Yeah, for let's real. run experiments. We're going to start running experiments <laughs> on the Discord, so this will be fun. Peace, love, and magic, y'all.